Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 152 of yes. the Man Podcast. 152. This is Dave. This is Ben. The saga of selling my house continues on. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Oh, okay. I didn't really want okay. to, no, I yeah, didn't want to elaborate. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad it's, not, it's not over. Uh, glad we're not podcasting in a vacant house right now. You know, I'm continuing... Uh, what used to bother me, like, when I would get ready to uh, invite someone in or step out of my house so people could come in and look at it, you know, you go around, we turn on all the lights, we, we make sure we have these little scentsy things on so it smells nice, mm-hmm. I corral the dogs up, I put them in the car, all this good stuff. And then I, so these are things that I can control. And then I, but, but then when you go outside and, you know, spring is sprung, and I have neighbors that live directly across the street that refuse to fix their crabgrass and dandelions. So, you know, they'll mow the lawn. But dandelions, I don't know how, but they come back within one day. Yeah. They're, yeah. So I didn't get, like, paranoid. And I want the people to... I want to try to set up my showings later in the evening when, when the sun I mean, is, is going it, down. Is it like a dilapi- it's dilapidated... Uh... It's bad. It's like Boo Radley's house. What? You don't believe it's like Boo Radley's house? There's yeah, a tree I mean, in front of it. But that is that. Uh... Oh, it stands out because everybody else manicures their lawn except for these people. So they're making. I don't know it what their like situation. It's is. a nice block except for this, these few houses you're looking at. Well, even when they mow their lawn, which you know could be like four inches above everyone else's, you know they'll mow it down, and the very next day they have like fully grown dandelions in their yard. So it's never yeah, ending. It sounds like a trap. I feel like. Those things I can't control are now making me even crazier than the things I could control. Your neighbors are abusing their kids in the front lawn. <laughs> like, I told you. Well, you almost want to tell everybody to, like, be on their best behavior. Or if you know your neighbors well enough, you have to, like, schedule the appointments on when you know this person's at work. Or, yeah. the, or, or hey, they mow the lawn on this pers- you know, on this specific day or whatever the case may yeah, be. Lenny starts to get real obnoxious about seven, so you <laughs> right. better, better knock it out before then. I remember um, years ago... My family was looking to buy a new house. This was like when I was a teenager, and uh, we did a we looked at a few houses, and I went with my mom and dad. Why they would bring me, like it mattered, you know. Like, oh, like we love the house. I wonder what our sixteen year old, um, you know, lackey thinks of it. So they brought me, and I remember we looked at a couple, but it was the people still lived there, obviously, and they weren't moving. It's like they were just like hanging out, like yeah, we're watching TV, just like come on in, like they didn't. Like they just I actually went wanted to do that. My wife's like, no, you're not doing that. Yeah, they it's, went about their daily happening. routine, which was like, I could see why you'd want to do that, but it makes it uncomfortable for everybody. I'm not going to, because I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to like really. That maybe the people were like, we're not moving and the bank, you, you know, the bank's forcing them to I don't like, show know. their house. I, didn't, I doubt it. I didn't ask any questions. Well, but yeah. It seemed like they seemed very comfortable. They were just like, like just ignored us as we walked through. And it was sort of like, I mean, all right, I guess that's where. That's, this this is this is a living room. This is a bedroom. This is a. Well, I just actually just heard a story like room. this, where a buddy of mine was going through houses, and there was a beautiful house that was being foreclosed on, and the person who lived there refused. Was like, I'm not, I'm not going along with the bank. I'm, not, they're not going to take my house, and so it was yeah. just like, you know, cooking up bacon and like, you know, making it like completely awkward. Like, show show the house if you like. Yeah, but right. I'm not. Right. Yeah. I might not be up yet. It's going to be at least 90 days before I'm going anywhere. <laughs> and 90 degrees inside the house at all oh, times. Oh, brutal. But, so that may have been the case, but. Do you think, hold on, do you think that it would like, what if you, say you really wanted to sell your house and you had, say like, say money was an option, but you had a little bit to spend and you really want to get out of this house because you had to close on another one or something like that. What if you, like, ha- what if you like hired, like, well, I, what I mean is like, like say you. You, like you started building, like you got to get out. What, what do they call that when it's when you buy one but it's pending but not pending? There's like a word for contingent. it. Contingent. Yeah, contingent. What if you had to get out? So what you did was you 
put an ad on Facebook or or somehow advertise and got as many good looking women as you could to like like just hang out and and do what this family did, but just you know like like appear like they're those are the neighbors or appear that that's who hangs out at your house. You don't you don't even say why. You just have it happen that way. Because okay, what happens is you walk through a house and well, I'll tell you why. Because you walk through a house and you go. Oh, like I, I, could, I like it. I could picture it with different curtains. I like this part. I could picture it with different, uh, uh, you know, I could take the wallpaper down. Maybe we'd knock this wall down. This way you can picture super hot half-naked chicks you, all over your house. But you just stumbled upon something amazing. And if I might. I know that wasn't your intention. Oh, yes, but what I'm was. thinking of. Is the idea where you take pictures of like, you know, you have your real estate agent come and take pictures of your house. And when they take one of the front room outside, you have like a, a hot chick washing her car right. in the driveway of the next door. The next door. You're like, you know how Sarah Underwood, like she will model whatever. Like right. it'll go like, oh, like, we're, like oh, Sarah, Sarah Underwood's camping. But really it's just her and like tiny little denim things. And it's like, there's not even a grill anywhere <laughs> near. It's just, nice. oh, I'm in a waterfall and here's my boobs. Like, it would be like that. Yeah, exactly. But a picture, like, outside a picture of the mailbox. Like, you know, most people take a couple of outside shots, but most of the stuff is of the rooms and stuff. But yeah. you would, in this situation, you would take a bunch more of the outside of the house, like, you know, the bushes or something. And then in the background, it would always be a different hot chick. So 360, no matter where you were in the house, it would appear that every neighbor is a hot chick. Yeah, yeah. Be, you could have different levels depending on what you're willing to pay. You right. could pay to make it look like, oh, there's nothing but hot chicks on this block. <laughs> or it could be like uh, the gardener or like, the, oh, the maid service. It just happens to be a super hot chick. <laughs> or like you don't even have a hot tub, but we'll just use uh, a Photoshop to put a hot tub full of women in your in your backyard what or if, your house. What if your best friend or, you know, you moved into a house and a guy across the street moved into a house. And for 10 years, you guys became drinking buddies and best friends. And his wife decides, hey, we've outgrown this neighborhood. We're moving on. You could actually pay to set up horrible pictures for him. You know what I mean? The oh, same company could come in like and on take, the sly? take crappy pictures. Like your wife wants like to move, broken, but you love this house. Broken down cars. You know, the the Victory Auto Wreckers guy coming up and pulling up in front of the neighbor's yeah. house. All that kind of stuff. Gang graffiti? Yeah. You right. just Photoshop gang graffiti. Right. Like you don't, That way you don't have to actually do your own siding up real bad. Just put free, pitchforks and, you know, Free-range chickens running around a weight bench in the front yard. Half of a king's face or whatever, you know, whatever it takes to make it look awful. You just just put that. That's a great idea. I, I think we stumbled on something here. So, so there would be different levels. One is if you want to pay for the hot neighbor package, that's like we'll just superimpose it in the or, – or take the actual photos. The other one is like, like you – No, you'd have to – you'd be able to pick – almost like a call girl catalog in Las Vegas, which girls are going to be your neighbors because depending on who you're marketing your house to, you'd want to change it up. Yeah. There's different packages. You know what I mean? You want, some people might want slight six foot two blondes. Mm-hmm. Some people wouldn't want that. But I'm talking about the locale of these women. Like if you, okay, you want the hot neighbor package. That's one price you want. You want them actually in the house. Like, look, there's a pool table in the basement. There's also like, for hot chicks playing pool, or maybe you actually put a poker table in the basement and have dogs. Yeah, but but you get you go to Humane Society and you get dogs and you have them dressed up and be like, look, I know you like pictures with dogs playing poker. In this house, dogs actually play poker. But think about this: you're talking about <laughs> you're pool. talking about oh. staging the house that you want to sell. Yeah, with hot chicks as nice furniture or you know nice background. Well, but yeah. what I'm both, talking both about is as different. And on. But what I'm talking about is different. I'm, because in your scenario, I go, yeah, you know what? The house does look nicer with a lot of hot chicks. However, those are his hot chicks. Those are not my hot chicks. No, because if you see included. it, you see yourself. Look, like, what's it going to take to get you in this car today? What's it going to take to get you in all these the same, near the same all these thing, women today? The same thing it took for me to buy our $1,100 suit at the uh, yeah. men's warehouse. Okay. You know, not Chico's. I mean, all it took was me talking to a guy and then him, him waving over two extremely good-looking women who... Just couldn't believe how great I looked in a suit mm-hmm. or the next guy or the next guy or mm-hmm. the next guy. Yeah, yeah. But my idea, I think, stands out. Above. So you do your company. I'll do mine, which is, you well, know. First you, of all, you don't just steal my idea. <laughs> that I just can't, yeah. I, you okay. came up with it, but I, I molded it. You're the guy, it. like, I just invented Legos, and then you made, like, those crappy mega blocks or whatever. You're like, <laughs> Connects. Yeah, you're like, this is basically the same thing. 
Yes. No, no, no. No, don't. I mean, I'll, I'll let you in on this because you're helping me flesh it out. But yeah, I think. There's no I, need to be greedy. There's uh, enough of these bad I, ideas for I everyone. I just think you can't see the forest for the trees. I understand what you're saying. No different than McDonald's. Make I'm, your bush you know, joke. I'm, I'm driving around and, and I all of a sudden hear a. And I think, well, I should go to McDonald's. Yeah. You're doing the same thing. I see myself in a sausage egg McMuffin. Same concept. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is that you make the person believe that even if they're married or, you know, whatever their situation is. No, I get what you're outside, saying. Like, hey, there's a lot of eye candy yeah, around this here. whole no, neighborhood. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, in today's society, there's there's no subtlety. There's no nuance. You pour it on. I mean, you might even, like, put, like, just like paint, gotta boob, be paint boobs on the roof. I don't even know. Well, you got to be afraid because you don't want to be painted with the misogynistic brush. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? No, that would never happen. Not on this show. <laughs> There's one thing that I'm known for. It's being fair to everyone, uh, even if people are dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I so that would be a good idea. The, the hot neighbor, the hot neighbor package or, you know, like this. The looks, awful neighbor package. Like this is where, or the awful neighbor package. Like this is where the living room is. I know there's a bunch of sex swings in there now. But, like, you could put couches. Like, what kind of things... If you were not as cool as whoever lives here now, you could just have couches. That'd be fine. I think in order to deter, in order to deter me, uh, you'd have a bunch of dirty, like, physically dirty kids in the background that their parents are not paying attention, yeah. and they want to come over and play with my kids or bother me. So if I saw that, I would choose not to buy a house. You have a bunch of kids with peanut butter and jelly smeared on their face yeah. and and they just like, hey, is it cool if I come in your house and play with your kids? Yeah. Dad says it's cool for whoever buys his house to come over <laughs> and then just like walk on in. I can't tell you the amount of times. Uh, you, I mean, as your kids get a little older and, and their friends are able to walk around the neighborhood and just show up, like where people will just like kids will open your door and walk into your house or and, <laughs> the you know. racist hillbilly neighbor. You pay him to walk around, like, hey, are you my new neighbors? Where's the commode? And like just walk straight by you into the bathroom. Something like that, exactly. I hope you're not one of those prudes that, ain't, ain't, that, that gets weird about people pooping in your uh, sink. Yeah, I would, I would, that, would be a, that would be a deal breaker. So, yeah, I've been through that experience myself. So, so you're, you're going through that now currently? I forgot to tell you, and, and I'll get, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So, my friend, uh, I figured out a way to bring Chaz back into my life. I made a bunch of flyers for him. I know I, know I, I posted them all over the place, and uh, my, I actually got him to come over and help uh help my mom fix her garage door. Actually, I got him to come over and help me. Actually, I got him to come over and I helped him fix my mom's garage door. So I spent yeah, another awesome. I spent another four hours with the Chaz man. Well what's great is ever since like the idea of this, he's just come up more and more and more. Oh, and people are using him and people who listen to the podcast are using him. They're getting back to me and telling me like what a great job he's doing and uh what an interesting character. And in fact, uh I, I got a couple more stories from him, but I don't want to spoil them because I think there's stories. He probably has a, a good five to 10 stories and he, and I don't want to spoil them. Cause I'm assuming that once he, he, if you're a new person, you get three of those, you don't know which three you're going to get. Does he know you do a podcast? No. Uh, I told him that I did a comedy radio show and he, he didn't say, I don't believe you. He didn't say, I do believe you. He did say, well, that makes sense because I remember you told me not to park my piece of car in front of your house. I thought that was pretty funny because <laughs> I told him it would bring my property. I told him he had to park in front of the neighbor because I didn't want him to bring the property value. Down. Okay. All right. That's thoughtful. Um, well, a lot of, a lot of neighborhood, uh, a, lot of, a lot of neighborhood people, characters have come to life through the show. So that's good. But I will tell you, if the day comes when I actually have a radio show and that's what I do, this dude will be on my radio show. No doubt about it. Well, that's why I was wondering if it was possible if he wanted to maybe spin one of his yarns and you would just tape it and put it on, you know, second, stories with Chad. I will. Gar- like I would that. guarantee you if I called him right now, I mean, he, he's, he's out in Portage, but I, it, however long it would take, if I give him enough time, he'd be sitting in that chair next to me without a doubt. It's, yeah, I mean, if he's got, like, it's one thing, like, do you want him to hang on to these tales so people but, get it firsthand? Or yes, would it be like, or, that's why I don't want to Because not everyone's going to want a job done. Here's but the thing. they do all want to hear his story. If you make, I, like, he, he he came to my mom's house, and my mom says, oh, he's coming over. And I said, well, I'll come there, just, you know, I'll deal with him, whatever. Uh, that way my mom didn't have to, and, you know, she could do her own thing. And I like, I like BSing with him anyway. Sure. But I got there late. And he had already showed up, and he high fived my mom in the driveway. My mom's like, "Yeah, he high fived." 
So I told him, I said, uh, hey, and he, he was wearing, a, he was dressed up wearing, ni- you know, way nicer clothes than he was wearing. He said, oh, you know, I got to, I had to look presentable. I said, I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I said, why don't you, why don't you tone it down though with the high five? Bring it, bring it down with the high five. I you mean, told him? You know, my mom's, you know, my mom's in her early fifties. That's very direct. How'd you, you say oh, it like that? I'm as direct with him as I am with you. And I've only, I've only, I've been with him a total of 16 hours in my entire life. Unbelievable. He just, we just have that. And if you met him, you'd understand what I'm talking about. He's just that kind of dude where like. You just feel like you've known him. And right you away, you call this oh, car yeah. a piece yeah. of shit. So don't <laughs> high five my mom. I also told him, don't ever high five. You're my like, mom. dude. You're like, dude. I, I've I've told everyone about you. I've given you rave reviews. Move your piece of shit car and don't ever look at my mom. Don't, don't touch her. Don't do the following things. <laughs> yeah. My mom doesn't care that you shot yourself in the ear with a nail gun. She don't want to hear about it. My mom does not want to high five. She doesn't want your car in front of her house. Yeah, but he comes at a bargain price. Those stories are part of the package. Oh, they're definitely part of the package yeah, for me. So I that, love them. That, I, that, I can't stop. No, not just for you, for I everyone. I can't stop mining these stories. I lo- Every time I hear a new one coming, I get so giddy. I'm like, oh, this is one I haven't heard. It's not just you. It's for everyone. So that's why I'm not going to share the stories. But okay. if you do, if, if he does work at your house, ask him about the time he shot himself in the ear with a nail gun. In case people are new listeners, you want to just, who, who is he? Just real quick. Uh, Chaz is my handyman. The Chaz man. Okay. If I had if I had a flyer available, I'd put his phone number out. But we go more into detail. Again, I think the last the last two episodes we do go a little bit more into detail. Maybe yeah. you can um at the end of it. Definitely on the Facebook page and on the website, we'll we'll post repost Chaz's information again. Yeah, I'll throw the flyer up there. It's on our website, which is uh, heymanpodcast.com. So he came out again. Everything went well. It was went swimmingly. Was, absolutely. He's he's actually coming over to my house some point this week to uh, work on my shed. Uh, I believe he, on my shed. I believe he got some work done for a listener as well. Yeah. Yeah. And more to come for sure. He's he told me he's like I, I I just can't keep up. It's crazy. Well, I usually do most of my stuff at home or with my father in law, but I feel like at this point, at this point, it's well. He, you know, it was funny because he got a, he got his own flyer made, which was a piece of crap. So I made him a new one, and his flyer his flyer said no job too small. So he told me somebody called him and had, and paid him to uh, put in a switch out a light bulb in their garage. Get out of I here! Swear. What do you? He goes, it's a blessing and a curse because you know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't like, get out of I'm bed. I'm not coming for, out for I don't less get, than, I don't get out of bed for less than seven, seven bucks to switch a light bulb. Out. It's not happening. So oh, that's still good. I mean, as long as it's close and nearby, whatever, man, you got to have characters, man. Got to have characters. In and that's life. what I told him. I said, you know what? Personality wise, I go, you're a 10. The rest of you about a six. Well, his, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you didn't tell him his, I mean, his handyman I skills literally were... follow him around for four hours and I hold things up for him. And I, you know, I, Sounds I, like you're I do like general labor, but I follow him around and berate <laughs> I didn't see it. This is a new revelation to me. I thought you were just purely complimentary of the guy. No, no, no. I br- just... Here's the thing. I break him down so I can build him back up. Mm. Does, he want, does he want to get broken down and build up or? Well, he laughs about it, but I think it's because <laughs> he wants my money. He so... don't. Well, yeah, he certainly, I'm sure he certainly <laughs> wants the job for sure. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody came out unscathed. I feel like if part. I, you know, this is a handyman. If I, if I don't know you, if I go out of my way to make you design you a flyer, I mean, do like graphic design and print you out these nice yeah. flyers. I'm gonna bust your balls for a little. Well, yeah, bit. now What's you're happening? telling them you're like, yeah, I'm, I don't hate you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done that no. for sure. And you know what? I've often told people that don't have brothers this, and I don't think unless you've had a brother or even maybe like a very close cousin that you understand that this is how things work with dudes. With mm-hmm. men, right? Mm-hmm. So if I care, if I didn't give a about you, I wouldn't bother doing any of this. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I wouldn't bother messing with. Think about all the people you you you, you bust their chops or you 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 play jokes on. It's never anybody you you really don't like. Because if you didn't, you just wouldn't even put the time and effort. In. Right? Just not even bother. Right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. the harder I go at you, the harder the more I like you. Yeah, a lot of people say that. I've heard that adage before. I've heard that that's a way. To, that's one way to say, it. and that's also a catch-all because then it's like, well, hey man, you're being a dick, and you can go, well, yeah, it just means I'm a big fan of you. You know, I, I like can, you a lot. That's why I'm such a jerk. I considered sack tapping. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> you're like, good game, good game. Give him the back of the hand. That's awesome. Uh, I gave him a noogie though. Oh, that's good. If you if you guys ever, I don't know if if you're a new listener to the show, one of the things that we actually try to do, and it's sort of a point of pride for us, is. Like, we'll flip through the news, and unless it's something really funny, or I, it's almost, it's got to be really funny or really weird, we won't even, we won't even bring it up, because, well, for one, the news is almost all politics, and, and, and for two, it's just, it's almost like, um, it's, it's, it's a challenge in self-discipline to avoid that kind of stuff, so we have to go through Northwest Indiana life and mine gold through that, 
Otherwise, anybody can say like anyone can make a North Korea joke or something right. like that, right? That'd be kind of weak. None of them. None of them are good. No, no, yes. not really. No. I mean, it, occasionally they are, but it, they're all fifty-one percent offensive, forty-nine percent funny, or or to to one person. Or I the think other, if you, right? yeah, if you, in order to make a joke like that funny, you have to write sixty of them that aren't funny, and to, to, hit, to hit one that is. That's why I say yes to things even if I don't want to, because I'm like it'll be a good story, so I'll go. Um, everybody likes to make fun of hipsters doing karaoke, so I thought I would try that out this last Thursday night. They do? Yeah. I mean, the, I, I never thought about it, but I, I, I agree. Everyone makes fun of karaoke, and everyone makes fun of hipsters, so I was like, that's, that's a perfect combination. fair game. It's not even, mm. I guess it's low-hanging fruit, but how many it's hipster like karaoke cookie. jokes? Yeah, so I didn't even, uh, I was actually trying to get with... Uh, with a pubic hair beard. <laughs> I was actually trying to get with Harvey, uh, Harvey Woodlawn, the local, the local writer. I kept bothering him... Because uh, he likes to go to that bar, Twin Caden Griffith, sometimes uh, with me. And so I was like, dude, we got to go on Thursday. He seems like the kind of guy that would get liquored up and get up on stage and sing a song. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's, an, that's a layer of the onion I've yet to peel back on him, which is funny because through all his writings, he's very personal and like put anything out there. But I'm like, I don't know if he wants to. Speaking of that, did you hear the last, his latest? Uh, no, no, oh, it's, no, it's, on the, no, on the YouTube because, you know, crazy. I was in the car with kids. Almost I mean, crazy good. Since it came out the last couple days. Uh, and you're referring to again. His name is Harvey Woodlawn. Uh, he is a uh, local writer, and he does kind of like Gene Shepard for our time. Is sort of what we've. I don't even know if that's a fair comparison, but he just does really cool writings about like if you've grown up in the area, um, you listen to a lot of his stuff or read a lot of his stuff. And I remember immediately identified with a bunch of it, just kind of feeling lost in the region. Oh, just just the way, just the way he produces it, the way he, like, I feel like. If you read the stuff, because he writes it in a zine first, mm-hmm. and you can go and get it and read it. it, it's it's nothing compared to him doing it himself, spoken word. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it, super cool. I think the newest one is like an hour long or something. I mean, it's pretty long, and but I, it's a I bunch, listen to it. Uh, it's a bunch of like uh, it's a bunch of writings comped together. Correct, I, and, and this is not insulting. Just yes. so people yeah. don't think yeah, it's yeah. one like hour long. No, no, no. It's it's basically audiobook. like like a little bit of like prose. Mm-hmm. He tells a story about this. He tells a story about like like this. Mm-hmm. But his cadence and the way he delivers it is crazy. It, I mean, when I say crazy, I mean it's 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 great. Back in two thousand five, I used to go to a bar called Midtown Station in Whiting, where my friend Santos would tend bar on Wednesday nights. I knew him from where we worked side by side at the telemarketing firm in Sheriffville during the day. I'd get to Midtown and he would give me free beers, one after another after another, slamming them down in front of me. And usually I had to sleep it off in my car before driving back to wherever I lived back then. But wherever I lived back then, it was a good drive. It was not a very good time for me. Lily and I were fighting a lot. But those few hours on Wednesday nights seeing Santos were always good. I liked him a lot. He was a good guy. And like me, he hated everything and everyone around him. He would unplug the jukebox and play his iPod through the bar's stereo. The patrons would bitch, but he didn't care, and I like that about him. Yeah, even if you're not from the area, it's I mean you can get it on YouTube. So. I feel like this: a lot of people can can. <laughs> this can I immediately have to insult Ben, but a lot of people can be in bands that play, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cover music or whatever. Yeah, I didn't. That's I, not I, I forgot you were sitting across the table and thinking, but but no, the cover bands exist. People, I got it. <laughs> people can people can do that, and people can be in in bands that play uh, like tribute bands, and people can can write things, but. Not a lot of people can do what this guy can do. No. I really feel that way. I, I mean, know, he doesn't. I mean, he I doesn't feel else. that way. I don't know anyone else that's doing it. I'm telling you, I, I can't tell people enough. And I've uh, I I posted uh, a link to the latest to his latest, uh, I guess, spoken word blog or, or spoken yeah. word audio. If you go, on YouTube, if you Google on Har- our Hey My Man Facebook page, it, or yeah, you can get through our site, through our Twitters, or Google Harvey Woodlawn and or Bicycle Tragedy. That's what he calls like the theme of it or that's what the zine was called right right and it is so uh it is so insanely like raw and honest that like it makes me feel it almost makes me feel like like prudish uncreative or weird for not doing something like that because i'm like this dude's putting um some some pretty uh just some just some pretty raw emotion out there so then i go and, and i went and played tom petty like i feel like a <laughs> well, well we were talking about this before uh we started recording when you did your solo podcast and I did my solo podcast before, um, it's not like you're, you know, it's not like you're up on stage in front of people, but even to me talking in front of a microphone to nobody, 
and expecting that you or knowing that you have to be entertaining because someone's going to be listening to it in their car and they're a captive audience. You know, mm. when you're in a bar and you're playing in a band, it's like people are doing what they're doing. There's some people that are watching yeah. the band, but ultimately yeah. people are doing what they're doing. And they're doing things other than listening to you. Right. You're you're in the background. Yeah. But in this situation, you're a complete captive audience. So what he does, it's so raw. And he says things and, and it, it makes me cringe for him. Knowing yeah. him, I'm like, you go, dude. That's crazy. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I hate to continue to use the word crazy because it's... That's not how I want to define him. Yeah, not no, it's not crazy, but it's crazy to me that someone uh could be that could expose themselves that much. Yeah, there's such a but be so cool at the same there's time. There's such an intense level of of I don't I don't care. Like of what you like you know, if you're going to write something like that and someone reads it, you cannot write it from from the point of like Oh, I hope people don't think less of me. It's just not even a, it, it, when um, I, and the way I read it is like it doesn't matter what you think of me because that's not it's not f- like for that purpose. Yeah, there's no way he goes into it and goes like I definitely want to come out looking super cool. Yeah, like Scott Valentine from Family Ties. Yeah, hey, I can't think of me. I can't think of anyone cooler. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, that's right. Nick. Uh, oh gosh, I don't remember his name. Jesse Katsopoulos may be cooler, but. No, not the Nick. No, Nick looked like my. Uh, I was kidding. I hate you. My sister. No, dude, my sister would do it. Looked like Nick, kind of. He was awesome. He was on par, as cool as him. Yeah, sweet. So I was begging Harvey Woodlawn to come out with me for his company, and uh, we're gonna have him on the podcast. That is gonna happen, whether it be in a should. time where I can't do it or you can't do it, and we need someone to fill in, or we're both here. It's gonna happen mm-hmm. because I feel like uh, we're we're doing everybody a disservice. And who knows, maybe he'll come on here and won't have anything to say or I'll clam up. But So uh, I was like, a lot of times I will meet him there at Twin Kate and Griffith on Monday because they have half-priced craft beer. And uh, I was like, couldn't do it on a Monday. So, man, let's go out there on Thursday. I'll meet I'll meet up with you. I was going to meet up with my friend Juan anyways. And um, so I said, they're having, they're having karaoke. I just referred to it as hipster karaoke because I assumed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you – like. If karaoke was in the hood, you'd call it hood karaoke or Well, the what place is you. filled with hipsters and Correct. it's karaoke. Correct. That's why I did that. Yeah, so uh, he was like, oh, dude, no way. That sounds awful. And I was like, yeah, it does sound awful, but it sounds like a good story, right? Don't you want to see all? Like, I don't want to see good Thanks karaoke. Thanks for calling me. I want to see awful karaoke. You ain't going to. You, ain't going you to never know. Karaoke. It was like a 10. Well, yeah, I guess. I didn't think you would. <laughs> I didn't think you'd want to come out. So well, if he's going, I'd go. Harvey ended up not being able to make it. But, forget it, it. but a friend of mine did go. And... uh Dude, it was, it was, I thought, I th- I didn't know, I thought like hipsters would go, eh, karaoke, eh, like it's ironic, and I just didn't think they'd be clamoring for it. I thought we used it, to like it, but it's not cool anymore. Yeah, like it's, like if you like sing like, uh, maybe like Mimi Ripperton, like as a, as a gaff or something, but no, dude. Th- Are I you got, British? Huh? Go ahead. Yeah, full, 100%. <laughs> so I get there and. Uh, was Jim from S&J Stereo singing? No. Okay. God, that would have put it. That would have been a whole new. Oh my God, that's record store guy. That would have been a whole nother level of of awesomeness. I was gonna sing Corona, but it was Minutemen. it was <laughs> it was kind of like I was like, do you guys have any Gigi Allen? And the dude was like, yeah. And I said, you know what? Then it's not cool. And I left. Anything import? <laughs> I was gonna do Skid Row, but uh, you guys didn't have the live version, <laughs> so it, it's I'm out. A Molly Hatchet. <laughs> so, so uh, I get there and they, yeah, they technically do have karaoke, but it's more like a dude with a laptop. And he was like, "Yeah, if we don't have it, like we can get it." And I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> from where? Yeah, where but you, I'm like, because they go on steal it off the internet. You go on YouTube and you just put in karaoke, whatever. But who knows the quality of what right. you're getting and how right. how it is? Um, we, me and my buddy Juan walk in and we immediately they're singing some song like it was called fu or something not the CeeLo green version it was just it was it was a it was a guy and a girl couple and they were just screaming the f word or singing happily screaming the f word like to each other f this f that but like in a gleeful like billy idol <laughs> no they're singing it like oh, maybe they're singing it in like this gleeful like like they were in a cult like mm-hmm. and this is like we're all happy we're all going down with the f word kind of weird way mm-hmm. and i immediately looked at Juan and i was like yeah this is this is this is exactly as weird as I thought it would be. It looked human in there, from the from the periscope. I don't know. It just felt. <sighs> yeah. Human. Well, there wasn't a lot of air circulation at the time. I don't think, but it was. So I go up to the guy and I was like, "Well, I like doing karaoke." I was like, "So let's get weird. Let's see." Oh, what, you like, did. Well, yeah. I was oh, like, I was no. like, well, I was like, let's see what weird stuff you have, right? And um, 
And so I asked the guy, and 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 then I see, dude, I seen like thirty pieces of little paper lined up, like in an organized, semi-organized fashion. And I go, oh my god! I mean, I got there like maybe a half hour after it started, or I don't know when it started, but it wasn't. Those were people that were already waiting in line. Yeah, those were all people that like were ready, and there was a whole group of people like standing real close to the karaoke guy. This was so they they were dude they were like. I periscoped some of it. A guy um, singing Humpty Dance. A guy did Humpty Dance, of, of course. A dude did what's that song? Stroke it. I stroke it to the left. Yeah. <laughs> stroke mm-hmm. it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But he had all like the grunts, and uh, everybody knew all. I'd never seen. Is that it. like the runs? Yeah, it's similar. Ex- yeah, except it comes out of your mouth. Gotcha. He um, he. This dude did Stan. No, no, not Stan. He did Kim. Eminem song Kim, where it's mm. like he like yells, and that's the one where he like actually like, crashes a car and kills his wife and all that. And this guy was so proud to like do it. He was like, "Oh, like oh. and he had, he had like a tank top on." And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do oh, this song." It was dude. It was it went from like hipster to like, "Oh, this is just like." It was almost like a dude whose older brother was into new metal, like so. Even maybe he missed that, like he missed Linkin Park by a couple years, but. So it was maybe it was we could all be so maybe it was like throwback it was like throwback to him or something. So I saw a guy do uh, which at first I was like, all right, cool, he's gonna do some Eminem, that's cool, and he actually did a decent job. But it it got to you know how you know you listen to some podcast for a little while and then you jump off ship and you go this this like um like I always talk about like don't watch your shot. Uh, I used to love when Barry Sanders would score a touchdown and just toss the ball to the ref. Just mm-hmm. act like you've held a mic before. Right. I know it's just karaoke, but like, dude, each person. Each the pers- whole point of karaoke is to be flamboyant and be, that's like the people that do those stupid air guitar competitions. Like, you, what would you want the guy to, hey, act like you played air guitar no, before, buddy. Like, not when you're singing, but like, the guy's looking up at the next song. He's queuing it up, and these people are acting like they're getting paid a beer per word between the song. Hey, to my people over here, it's like, there's a constant stream of like, yo. It's, uh, the cops pulled somebody over outside, and it's like, yo, the cops are out there. Like, F the police. They started doing all this, and I was like, what is going what? on, dude? Well, and I've never done karaoke, but I will, which I, I assume doesn't surprise you, but I feel like you probably have to really rev yourself up. Like, I think that the stuff that you're talking about, the banter between songs is just the, the adrenaline is, is going. And you're like, it's almost like when you're walking down, like doing your ring walk to a fight. I would say that if I respected them more. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, that makes sense. But, but it, you understand I, what I'm saying I, though? Like, like a nervous chatter, right? Like a nervous chatter, kind of like a, no, you're just trying to convince your, like, you, you know, the guy that's like looking in the up, mirror yeah. and he's smacking himself in the face, getting ready yeah. to like, you know, do his thing. Right. Like, Right, like a girl's gonna see you naked, mm-hmm. so like you just you know maybe you do like the Karate Kid two thing just for a second, like right. don't not not crazy, right. but that's what this guy was doing. So with no arms, so this uh, I forget I'm lost my train of thought, but but they, they all did this and that's all fine. So I was like, well maybe maybe I'll do something, but the longer the more enthusiastic I saw people do it, the less I was like, you know what? I was like, I I, I forgot what uh, because you were gonna go up there and, and sort of be a joke. It was well, gonna be a joke. Yes and no. I mean, it's like how jokey could you be? I mean, I can't. I can't. How you gonna guy. give it your all? I can't out joke the guy who did stroke it. I enjoy singing. It'd be fun. I would just do karaoke. Yeah. What are you gonna? That's play what like, I mean. Like you think people like go like like do it all like like air guitar like sail away. I'm not saying like everyone's gonna go. Oh, that was great. But yeah, like you just stand there with the mic and you wait for the song and then you sing it right. Well, and you I have think fun it with it. I mean, a lot of people know. just sang, like and think they're good. Like, yeah, was yeah. there anybody that you were like, wow, that person's a really good? Yeah, there was a couple of chicks that were pretty good. Like, I know a lot of people probably will, 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 and you know, maybe not, but a lot of people will scoff at this. But one of one of those, like, what do you call it? Uh, the movies that you watch that you feel oh, guilty pleasure movies for me. Yeah. You ever seen the movie Duets? No, it's got uh, Huey Lewis, Gwyneth Paltrow, and basically they travel. Oh, around. I remember when it came out. <laughs> they travel yeah. around and they hit the karaoke scene. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it. Okay. Can't get enough of That's it. a good one? Yeah, because they, they, these guys are go- – but but like Huey Lewis, it, it's almost like a throwback to like uh, uh, like the, the movies where guys are playing the – hustle, the hustler, you know, where they're playing pool. Yeah. But he yeah. hustles people at karaoke. The karaoke hustler. But it's like this dude has such a great voice. You know, it's like, dude, Huey well, Lewis, he's – but he puts the glasses on and he looks like a nerd and, and, he, and people are like, you couldn't beat me. They're like, how could that guy sing while well, he's got glasses? <laughs> right, then he takes his glasses off. Wait. And he's got a golden throat. This guy doesn't have glasses on? Hold on. He seems like an angel. Oh, he's awesome. Well, no, but I'm not like – Nobody's better than Huey Lewis. I'm not saying like, like, oh, I'm too cool for karaoke. Like, like 
I won't do it unless it's a joke. Like, no, I was like, we're going to do it. Like, I'm not saying like, I want accolades, but it's fun. Just go do it. Like, look, in my band, well, in my band, I'm not doing many of the songs that are offered if, up at karaoke. But if you were there, if you were there with your wife or a girlfriend. Yeah. If you didn't have a wife. And you were mm-hmm. there with your or both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone, this, everyone loves Monday was a job. knife of wife's Tuesday, the knife of girlfriend's. <laughs> right. No, I'm saying if you went there and you were with your wife or you were trying to impress a girl and you went up there and you sang, well, fine. But if you're with your buddy, you're really going to go up there and belt out a ballad and be like, yeah, I really you know, did some, uh, did some uh, rush. Yeah, I guess when you say it like that, it does sound kind of weird. foolish. I think I would go into it enjoying it and then afterwards I'd be like, it might be weird. It might be like the ride home from the strip club. Yeah, like like where he... everyone's like feeling weird. I'm like, hey, just how, how do I sound? Yeah, I mean, what's he going to say to you? Does he, does he does he give you the Chaz high five when you're coming back to the table? Or Maybe you just got to go with people that also... Did you do it or not? No, I didn't do it. No, because there, there was a big line, and then I saw their enthusiasm drained mine. So I was like, nah, I'm just going to go. So but I just left. I have to ask... So go ahead and finish your story, because there's something else I have to ask. Oh, it I'm... was it was just... Dude, it was just so... There was... <sighs> It's my own fault for wanting to like enjoy it, enjoy it, and not, I'm not saying I won't go back because I like. Oh, you're going back. I like to, I'm going to go check this. Out. I like to do things. I like to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I like to do things that are awkward and weird. So I would go back, but uh, it, there was so much vaping going on, and there was so much. I don't know what kind of mood. I don't know what kind of mood I demand. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't want them to th- take it too seriously. I'd be like, "Geez, what's up with these guys?" And I don't want them to be doing the weird shenanigans they were doing. I that uh, you want to be uncomfortable in a situation like this, but normally being uncomfortable skeeves you out in any other scenario. I like just being a, I like I like being uh not always a right voyeur in the of yeah. uncomfortability. Yeah. I like seeing weirdness. Gotcha. I don't like being a part of it always. So maybe that's why I didn't want to sing. Gotcha. So but yeah, it was it was super uh super weird. I just did a lot more pinball than I did watching and singing. But of course, like I was waiting for someone to do like um a medium pace by Adam Sandler. I was waiting for like the super filthy, which I already saw a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. um I don't know. I don't know what I was. Maybe I was just like, "Hey dude, you're you're 36. Maybe you just don't like this cuz it's a bunch of 24-year-olds doing it." And what was weird. super filthy? The music? What do you mean was filthy? Like uh like the songs they Like chose? when I, yeah, when I walked in and it was like whatever right. effort it was. I was waiting for, and there was a couple more of those, like silly songs that are like, like Tenacious D or something like, you know what I mean? Some stuff Did like that. Did anybody which, do Cypress Hill? No, but, <laughs> but there was, there was the Humpty I Dance. A couple of these dudes, a couple of these dudes sang, uh, I put it on Periscope, but you can only catch the end of it because I was starting to get a little schnooker too. But like, uh, it wasn't English. They were singing like Russian or Polish or something. And yeah, and me and Juan looked up the screen and I go, do you know what, was that Spanish? And he's like, no, nah, I don't know what that is. So they were singing, there was just some weird... And this going on. So, so you're you're able to do karaoke in foreign languages as well? Uh, they did. They did, yeah. I mean, I've seen people do Sublime, like where there's a bunch of Spanish in it or something. Spanish is cool, especially if it was a yeah, chick. Especially, yeah. yeah. This was not. This was not. This was too, like, <laughs> Ruskies or something. I don't know what was going on. But it was weird. But but then I told myself, like, you went thinking, like, oh, maybe you'll do karaoke. And then I was like, but you're, like, I guess... You have a good point. It's like, what's the best that can happen? Is you do good? And that's like lame too. So right. I don't know. I don't know how you win. Uh, you got to go with people that love singing also. Right. And they're like, take it seriously, but not douchebag seriously. Like we all like it and they'll go, hey, you sounded good. Because there's nothing wrong going up there and singing well. Yeah, that's but fun. Again, I guess at the end of it, you want to hit your last note and people clap you off stage. Right? Well, it's not, not really. I mean, I, I guess. Of course kind of. But I mean, you, but, but. Either that or you're going to But then you, the, take, you, you wanna, take all the piss out of karaoke. Either, like, if they're not throwing roses, why do it? it? Well, it's one of two things. Either you want people to clap and be like, that dude was a good singer. Or you want people to laugh because you went up there purposefully to yeah. try to, like, sing some. I'd probably stuff. go for the first one. Because why course. not? Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody can but make not in like laugh. A, how, many people can, how many people could turn a chair like on The Voice? Oh, yeah. You know? I don't know if it's Gwen Stefani. She may just be turning around because she wants to make that stupid baby face and make oh, it weird. She's so great. She's not so great. She's the worst. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about Gwen Stefani's side note yesterday to my sister-in-law. And she was like, well, when Gwen Stefani came around, nobody was really like that before. Nobody's doing what she was doing. I was like, nobody else was singing like a baby yet? <laughs> so I don't know. That's all I got to say about her. That's terrible. So hipster karaoke was weird, and uh, I want to do it again because I want to see how weird it was. And but, I think I'm off again Thursday, so let's do this. I got to ask you. What is with your obsession with Periscope? Like, I, I'm assuming it's when I told you how I Periscoped that the boxing match, you were like, well, I'm going to check yeah, this out. I don't out. think I really knew it existed much before yeah, that. Yeah, now, but it's weird because it's almost like... I don't know how to use it. A, I don't know how to use Facebook. I was going to say, you'd be a it. perfect person. You know when people go like, well, <laughs> we've seen that video and it definitely looked like the cops were in the wrong. And people go, well, 
you only saw the last five seconds. Everything you do is after the interesting <laughs> yeah. part, and it's just like it's not just, not when Gremlins Two is involved. I'll give you the whole scene. I'm of like Gremlins this guy too. has no idea what you you must not know what the interesting part to video or you go that was hilarious. Then you pick up your phone yeah, and the yeah. joke's already over. I see something crazy and I go let me see if I can catch it. And then by the time I figure out my stupid buttons, then I go like oh, I guess I guess it's just two Polish guys sitting down now. They were singing a minute ago. Well. I just want to say I know that you had decided that watching a pay-per-view boxing uh boxing I tried match to do that. I tried to do that with MMA or something like that. On Periscope was actually stealing. Yeah. Um I did it again last night. What? Yeah. I did it again last For night. For Klitschko? Klitschko, yeah. And I got in in the 10th round like I'd forgotten cuz I forgot that it was in Europe so or in England, so I was like, well, I'll watch it at 10. Mm. I was going to order it. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know what? Screw it. It's a heavyweight championship of the world. Um, hopefully, Klitschko's last fight ever. You know, so I'll, I'll just pay for it. So when, then, did, when did HBO air it? Uh, like live when it was early or whatever? I would assume, yeah. I never, well, no, HBO. You mean HBO pay-per-view. Oh, pay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume right when it was being played. That'd be weird. Yeah. Well, because otherwise, why would you pay seventy dollars if you for could something that already happened? Right, right. But, but it's still like, what kind of weird audience do you get? Well, that's why that uh, boxing on the internet. I, it's way bigger overseas, anyway. So. But it was a Ukrainian versus a, a, a London or a, a, a London, a, a London Englishman, a, a London man, yes, a man a Brit. with a uh, petticoat, a Brit. Yeah. And, but anyway, it's bigger. It's, it's huge over there. So it's yeah. not like they're missing out. If American people are like, we're not watching this at three in the right. afternoon. We got MMA. But I got home. I'm trying to think maybe like, uh, I don't remember what time I clicked it on, but I happened to be, I went in the bathroom. I clicked on the Periscope just to look. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the fights in the 10th round. And uh, I saw, I got to see, you know, what was worth seeing. I, I know uh, Anthony Joshua, I think went down in the, fifth and Klitschko went down in the sixth or, or flip-flopped or Klitschko went down a couple times but Joshua the first time he ever went down and, and he he ended up winning so Klitschko's done hopefully forever but so, I know Klitschko said hey win lose or draw like if I win I'm gonna be a champion again and and I'll be a great champion if I lose I'm gonna make sure this dude gets to the next level like I'll be in this guy's corner and I'm gonna do everything in my power to make this guy the best that ever was why why doesn't he just be like you beat me and then go do something else uh, because I, I think he just loves the sport, and I, I just think he's... Yeah, doesn't uh, he love the sport like when his brother's doing it or a relative or some other... Dude, he's married to Hayden Penetier. I would just quit boxing and be at home all day. And there'd be yeah, no... that's an odd. Like, How big is that dude? It's six seven. I mean, he's a monster. Come on, dude. <laughs> and she's, what, like 5'2"? Yeah, that's not... It's not appropriate. It's very awkward. It's not appropriate for adult behavior. I mean, from behind, someone might call Child Protective Services. Absolutely they would, and they should. <laughs> not on him, though. Yeah, He could punch you out from 10 feet away. Yeah, no, the disparity between the two is just absolutely insane. Anyway, it was a great fight, but I will say once again, you know, the heavyweight, as far as I'm concerned, the heavyweight division, not that interesting. Just not that no, interesting. No, you just don't. I mean, Klitschko's boring to watch anyway, especially lately. Well, unless there's a huge name, usually, usually the heavyweights are not. Well, because you want to see a, a big, a big dynamite fighter, you know, like you, yeah. you don't want to see guys that are like Floyd Mayweather, but heavyweights that are literally strategically going back and forth. That's yeah. like. I remember back in the day when I was into UFC and people would say, like the guys who were big into rolling and jiu-jitsu would say like, I love watching a, a jiu-jitsu, a fight that gets down on the ground where these dudes, it's really like a chess match. And then the other people would say, I, don't, I hate that. It's boring. I want to see these guys knock each other out. Let's be honest. Everybody wants to see someone get knocked out. Nobody, you know, a true yeah. jiu-jitsu fan. Okay, At least it's interesting. Down. You got like a BJ Penn sort of guy who's the best at, at a certain time, and he's fighting another guy like Matt Sarah or whoever who's the best. I don't mm-hmm. even know if those guys would even in the same weight class. But anyway, you not? know what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how those guys, how how intricate jujitsu can be and how yeah. just getting position is as easy. You know, one mistake could change everything. Mm-hmm. Like Gracie, you know. He'd be getting yeah. he'd like be getting If pummeled. you don't have your chin tucked or you leave that elbow yeah. out for two, whatever. Yeah. He'd be getting pummeled. Just taking punches in the side of the head, the top of the head, and the His face. His fights were the worst. I don't want to watch like the first, like the first, like five or six, whatever, when they had no <laughs> rules and nothing. It would be like all these crazy fights, and then one little guy would just worm his way down, get his face pummeled for ten minutes, and the guy would just tap, and you didn't know what happened. Right. It's like, oh, that guy won. I'll never forget. Uh, they brought him out of retirement to fight Matt Hughes, and uh, arguably, I was like, oh, Matt Hughes is definitely stronger. Hoist Gracie is is old now. And Matt Hughes got him in an arm bar and literally broke his arm. And the dude still would not tap. He snapped it in two. And the What's guy, the voice crazy. He was like, nah, I'm still not giving up. It's like, I, don't, I just don't need both of them. <laughs> I agree. That's so, insane. 
I can't. I could only pay so many pay per views, and I won't pay for a heavyweight fight. Pay per view fight? No way. No. No way. I was like the well. Not always, I would back the day. I was really, I was really big in like I said in Delahoya. So I used to like watching like the welterweights, middleweights, slight, slightly, yeah, slightly below, slightly above. Well, that's when you get a combination of speed and power. Well, even some light. I mean, light heavyweights can still. Was it Roy Jones Jr. Light heavyweight? Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude was. Yeah, he, he was no obviously no slouch, one of a kind. But still, I remember watching that guy. He going, still fights. Going, he can kill people, and he's not slow at the same time. So that was always nice. Exactly. Well, I got trapped. Um. I got trapped by... An escape room? Dude, I wish. I wish it was by an uh, escape room. I got trapped by, by a, re- a region man. Now, anybody that's ever gone to... And here, here was my, my thinking, is that anyone who's ever grown... I don't care if you're from... We'll include Portage in this, too. We'll include Crown Why do we Point. have to? Oh, okay. Just because for this, I think it's going to apply. Uh, I grew up in Hessville, and, and in Hessville on Kennedy yeah, Avenue... Yeah, we can add Portage. In in uh in Hessville on Kennedy Avenue, there's a, a strip uh, on on Kennedy Avenue, and there's all these bars. People would refer to it as the Kennedy Crawl. There was just from the expressway all the way to East Chicago. Essentially, there's just this long strip of bars. And growing up in that area, you you make your way to each one. You know, here and there, it always happens. And and even before then, you go to high school parties. Or there's a keg, and somebody's uncle was there, somebody's older cousin. There was always this dude. Well, I went to a uh, a charity benefit. Which dude? What's uh, this region guy? Okay, this region guy. This guy, I, I won't say his name. I'm not sure if I even know it, but we'll call him Lou Dombrowski because <laughs> there's a dude, Lou Dombrowski, right? I'm hanging out. I went to a charity event. I'm trying to. Uh, it wasn't much, like just a small ticket thing, but you go to support, and he was going to support local, everything, police, fire, and. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hanging out, and, and I got trapped. I don't know. The people I went with just sort of sort of were, were talking to people I didn't know and whatnot. And next, next thing you know, this dude who is this, we'll call him again, Lou Dombrowski. This dude always, and he comes by many different names and just a couple different sizes. But this dude is at every Kennedy bar, and he always has at least a mustache, sometimes a goatee. Chip tooth? Sometimes full. Chip tooth. Um, or just, a discolored dead tooth. F- both, both. Probably, <laughs> yeah, very good. A lot of times they have a a, a dead tooth and like the enamel's worn off. It's and a little brown. You keep smelling it the whole mm-hmm. time, and then the rest of them look real good. And so you're like, "What happened? Is that a bridge? Or what's going on?" <laughs> this dude, he's talking to me about because, like I said, it was like a local fundraiser. And he's saying, "Hey, listen, listen, man. I, 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 you know what, dude? It's a good thing. It's a good. You telling me it's a good thing, and I'm like, I'll bite, dude. What's a good thing? Is you know like." I support, you know, the community. Everything's good. The community's good. I support, you know what I mean, police, fire. Uh, you know, I, I support it all. And so I'm like, all right, cool, good. Like, me too. And then here's where this comes in. Always this happens. Because we're in somewhat of a close area, he'll say, hey, do you know, uh, hey, did you know uh, 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 Dustin, you know, uh, um, uh, Kavinsky or something? I'll say, ah, no, I'm not sure. Oh, and then, oh, oh, he used to be a real good ball player. And now we're like, oh, crap. Where'd you go to school? Oh, you went to school there? Oh, yeah, dude. I, well, did you know this guy? Then we're doing the, the seven steps of, of, of Kevin Bacon. And I'm just trying not, I'm trying not to be rude, but I'm like, Yo, this dude. old man used to work at the hardware store down there. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, he worked at LaSalle Steel for 30 years. Good guy, good Brothers, guy. Brothers, grandpas, everybody. Good guy, real, real good ball player. He's got real good ball player, real good ball player. This guy, uh, you sure you don't know him? I said, nah, dude, I don't. Trying again. I'm trying not to be rude. I'm just going like I, I, I uh, maybe. I it sounds, it sounds a little bit familiar. Oh, he used to be. Uh, and then here's where it starts to get really dark. Uh, I used to be a real good ball player. That was, boy. What year did you graduate? Oh, not, uh, not a bad lip kisser either. Was, not, is it, oh, this was. Uh, and and then and I'm gonna give you. This is more of a specific case, but I've had this same conversation with a thousand different people in the area we grew up in. And these are never people that I went there with, but some people I just sort of end up with. Oh man, but yeah, he was a good ball player. He was a running back back in uh, I was like eighty two, seventy nine, seventy nine. Yeah, of course it was a different back then. Things were a lot different back then. And then there's a long pause, and I do a. Yeah, we know why he was okay. a good running back in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, he was a oh, he was a he was a tight end. He was like all all conference and things, were, but he went to Morton. You know, Morton's a way different school back then. Way different school back then. It was and so and I don't pick that up. I just let that sit there. Yeah, way different, way different. I go, yeah, yeah, a lot, I guess, yeah, the neighborhood's changed a little different. 
about four blacks. When I went there, about four blacks. There was about, there was about four. And the reason this stuck out to me is because I heard this and I go, oh, he's going to do the thing where he's going to tell me how many minorities went to his school. About, there was, it was a different school back then, about, about, about four blacks, four blacks. But it's, you know, it was different. And I immediately go like, how do I shut this down without opening a racial debate? I don't want to, you know what I mean? Right. So I just go, yeah, yeah. Well, here's, I mean, you got to be very careful because you can't. I don't want him to think he's in my, I'm in his club. You can't. You know, you're, most times people aren't going to say, you know what, I find that offensive. Although that Sir, is the right thing to do. Sir, how dare you count the amount? It's like, you, you ain't just changing had, You this just dude. try to get away before it comes out of his mouth. This really? Yeah, you're not, you you're not converting this fella tonight. Him. Pick up your phone, do whatever, you know, act like you're getting a call, which I'm surprised oh, you didn't a real, do. Real good ball player, real good <laughs> ball player. He's, he's a, I think his cousin, uh, his cousin was a wide receiver. He, he, went to, uh, he went to Hammond High at the time, but of course Hammond High was... Different school. Hammond High was just a lot different, I'll tell you what. I, you know, I grew up there... It's still a good neighborhood. Still, I mean, it's still not bad. It's, it's, about, it's about six blacks when I went to school. It was about six blacks. And I'm always like, dude, you got to. I want to go like, look, man, this isn't even a conversation. But like you said, you can't like it all like, sir, how dare you tell me the number? Because it's like, look, I just. Well, you're, you're he's think. not trying to be. In his mind, he's not racist. He's just making an, an oh, observation. No. Oh, no, he's not. And here's why. It is always followed up with and was followed up with. I ain't got no problem with that. Now, look. I mean, now look I don't care. Right. I mean, I, I I don't care. I don't care. I mean, look, I got one down the street. I don't care. I, I, but but yeah. the thing is that he thought that that was something he needed to have a conversation with a total stranger about. Need, he needed to fill you in. I need to tell you how many, how many black people went to my school 32 years ago. Yeah, so... Immediately follows up when he tells me immediately how many. I said, look, I don't know the guy you initially started with. I don't know his cousin. I don't know the tight end you're referring to. I didn't go to the school you're referring to. And no, I didn't know how many ethnicity. I don't know anyone that went to that school, let alone the, the ratio. And, and then he always, they always followed up. And this guy followed up. Ah, oh, but the, you know what? It, does, hey, it doesn't matter to me. That's what I say. That's what I say. I was like, and he's super drunk at this point. I was, I was like, I moved away. I, I was, look, I was gone for 18 years. I came back. I came back. I I I got I I got a Mexican neighbor, you know. I got a Mexican neighbor. And I just, I don't. I mean, look. I say, hey, you know, you know what? And, you know what? And then they say it real surprised. And he's a pretty good guy. Right, right. This kid's a pretty good guy. I mean, he's. I, I tell you what. Some, I wouldn't want some one of these white guys who don't know where their kids are. So I says, hey, it's good. You know, Jesus can live next door. I mean, it's fine. And he's he says, oh, and he goes on to tell me, it doesn't matter what color. It doesn't matter what color you are. But uh, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> About eight Mexicans at, at, at when I when I graduated about, but now I got one. Ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm like it doesn't matter, but it comes up an awful lot. We keep down. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What you know? What I got one who lives next to me. Uh, actually, uh, he, he works at U.S. Steel. Good guy. Good guy. Oh, he works with uh, Scandwitz. You know him. You know him. He works with him. He's a good. He's a good guy. He was a. He was. I think he was a real good ball player. Real good. Real good ball player. Went to Gavin. Went to Gavin. Baby. Back in the eighties, there was oh my gosh, maybe like maybe ten blacks most. But it's like I had this conversation, dude. I don't think it's synonymous with Hessville. It's synonymous with it must be the region, Northwest Indiana, Chicago land. And I'm just any listener who's listening is going, "How dare you, dude?" I'm telling you the guys. I I'm telling you the people that I have run into my whole life. No, I don't. How many people are hearing you say this story though and going, "Ooh, I'm that guy." Probably. Well, to be fair, to be fair, when I went to when I hey, when I when I went, but to be fair, a long time ago I went to Munster. His dad was an architect, a real good ball player, a real real good ball player. It, there was, there was I don't know, there's four Indians in a whole school. Yeah, that's I, and, and people. I don't if people get offended. That's just what seems to happen now. How would they get? Who would get offended? Dude, who knows? Well, I'm saying people get offended by you telling the story about this People guy? on Twitter are going to go, how dare you bring up a guy that you saw every weekend your entire life with a different name and a different... But here's the thing. That guy's not racist. In his mind, what other people consider... I, I, it's, it's like he's not committing any... He's not saying anything negative overtly. In his mind, he's telling you, wow, my eyes were open. Uh, he's telling was... you all the observations he saw. Is that, I mean, Right. But he feels the need to explain to you... Right, because you're the same as him. Well, probably because because like he repeatedly will tell you from when he came, it was different. So um, it, he's explaining it because it looked different. There, were, I don't, right. I don't know. I mean, and here's the thing, and I, uh, I've explained it. Like, it's not a great mindset. What he's got is like I said, like a million times, I dodged a conversation because I didn't want to be part of it. So mm-hmm. that should tell you something about how I felt about it. However, I bet you that guy is about a thousand times more tolerant than his parents were. Oh yeah, Without right. A doubt. And so in that guy, whoever his kids are. Well, his, his parents kids would never much... even have justified. He's a, he's a he's a glass half full kind of guy. 
right, right. But like I said, right. on the outside, people would other people would hear him and be two people away from you and like turn their nose up and be like, oh, you know, well, this, because I turn is, my nose up because he's it, annoying and he's drunk, yeah. you know, and he won't shut the hell up. But other than that. I don't think, but if I was not, a, if I was a black dude and I heard somebody telling a story like, ah, there used to be only four blacks here. Um, I think that I would obviously my feathers would be ruffled. Like, what's this? Why is he so concerned with it? You know what I mean? I don't but, know. but but I bet that dude's kids. I think it, listen to rap music and don't think about it. And their kids, it'll be even less non-issue. You even know what if I mean? Somebody said that like you know, oh, you know, there, we didn't have any Jews when I was. Unless it was like specific to where he's like, and I was glad about it because I hate them. <laughs> you know, right. outside of that, I would just, I wouldn't be offended. I would just be like, he's again, like you said, he's making an observation. I'd wonder why it was important for him to announce that. It, well, it's also a guy whose environment has obviously changed tremendously, but, and, and he's trying to justify why he's probably a little bit bothered by it. But whenever but I'm in a great a conversation like that where somebody is dancing around and you don't know where it's going to go I automatically yeah. figure out a way to tell them I'm Jewish like before <laughs> you get it before, right up. before it You're gets like to I'm a, for a bagel yeah before it gets to an uncomfortable <laughs> point you know what I mean and every time it's funny because it's almost like a like a like a, a a cap on top of your point where it's like they'll go oh I never had a problem with any Jews I only knew I knew like yeah. three of them I had one of my I went to his bar mitzvah uh, he was a good guy right. uh, but uh, you know hardworking people good people and yeah. other people have problems with them I never had a problem with them you know uh, it's, he was one he was one on yeah. a swim team real real, a real, oh. real good ball player oh curly hair we used to love we used to knock his yarmulke off but we loved him oh Fleischman Fleischman real good ball player we could pick on him but real we wouldn't let player. anybody else pick he was on him. you <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I don't. I don't get any of that perspective because because they look at me and they go, oh, "Game on! I can say whatever." You oh know yeah, what I mean? you're you're the you're the like, you got bl- like blindish white. Yeah, yeah right. So, like you're obviously from from like God's country. I'm like I, I don't know what that means. You're making me feel weird. Yeah, so I, they feel like they can. It's almost like if like to 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 a racist or to a semi racist, they woke up to me. And it's almost like a Catholic walking up looking at a priest, be like, oh, "We're good." Like I can say, "Like all right, this word's between us." And I'm like, "No, dude, this is just a collar." I feel like just by honestly stating facts and, and people that I met and stuff that happened, people will be offended. Um, I don't. I I neither condone it or care really. I'm just saying like these are people I run into, and I know anyone that lived in the area I did. I bet you went to a kegger when you were a high in high school. Somebody's uncle bought you beer and was trying to prey on the young juniors and sophomores and and maybe senior ready to make a bad decision. And they were like, "Hey, uh, yeah, I, th- I think my my younger cousin goes to school with you, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, Smolinski, Mal- uh, right? Yeah, oh, hell of a ball player. Every school, every every of course, kid has way a different has a Wooderson as an uncle." That's still hanging around, picking up the high school chicks, right? Yeah, it's like Uncle Rico. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. Same thing. Well, but the thing is, when they do Uncle Rico and when they do Matthew McConaughey's character in Days and Confused, Wooderson. is is that? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry to step on it, but uh, they don't, they don't. When they do that character, I think maybe they just forget to put that dusting of light racism that's that's just <laughs> on top of it, and uh, and it's. But look, all of that I can put aside, but it's like when you're just sitting there, like. You got you got the Miller Lite in the in the in the mustache and in the beard and all that and and I dude I did this for about I I even I even would I would do like the hey I got to go do something real quick and I'd come back he would find me later he thought I was like a kindred spirit I'm saying this right now probably the best story you've had in the in 150 <laughs> or however many episodes you've been with me yeah well the episodes were different back then <laughs> back, it was a whole it was a whole different podcast back then it was. One Jewish guy. That was it. <laughs> That's episode 152 of the Hey My Man podcast. We'll see you next week. Later. Mm-hmm.